Today's episode of Against All Odds is brought to you by SeatGeek, the best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events, concerts, and more. For $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event, all you have to do is use promo code ODDS. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. We're also brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. And no matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. And those are Captain's Orders. All right, welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Sal. We have CEO Tate Frazier, Master Tate Frazier working the board. What's up, Tate? Not too much. I, I'm I'm happy to be back, Sal. I, I will say this. I was in Chicago. We were yeah. doing our uh, tour with Mark Titus, and yeah. I had people coming up to me uh, at the show, and they were like, have you heard of Against All Odds? <laughs> have you heard what these guys are talking about? And you know, I had no idea what they were referencing, but I knew it must not be good, so I had to go back and listen to the whole show. And, of course, heel producer Jim uh, just went in my throat. <laughs> and, you, Harry, you just let him do it. It's fine for the other guys, but, Harry, I was very disappointed. Uh, oh. I thought we were on the same side. <laughs> Harry's on with the oh. brother Bry and the parlay kid, my degenerate trifecta. <laughs> Harry, yeah, that is true. You didn't really say anything, did you? I was a lot, you know. Uh, Whoa. He's Tate bleeping himself. Leave. You do your thing, and uh, you're a star already, Tate, so it doesn't even matter. Wow. Well, you can't. You got to do that, Harry, when the guy's saying the bad things about me, not when I'm the <laughs> yeah. one setting you up. Doesn't matter now. Yeah, no, Jim Cunningham went after you a little bit. I he know. picked all Duke players. He was, he, it, was, it was all in fun. It was all, all in fun. fun. I love Jim Cunningham. But I'm happy to be back. I did miss you guys on the road. We and, missed you, too. And that also shows Chicago. A lot of big AAO fans out in the world, so that's exciting. Oh, really? Okay, good. All what right. was the? I don't care about any of that. What was the best <laughs> thing you ate out there? Oh, I was in the middle of uh, uh, the Midwest. I learned that the Midwest, I, I call it the south of the north, uh-huh. uh, except for they don't have good food. Um, uh-huh. They need hot sauce in the Midwest. They need, uh, I don't know, chicken and noodles is what Mark Titus gave me. He took me to a bunch of cafeterias. Uh, what? What, learned, do you, what do you mean? You were in uh, Chicago, weren't oh, you? Oh, Chicago, I didn't even eat dinner because uh, I got uh-huh. there and uh, we didn't have producer Kyle. Uh-huh. Uh, we only had three microphones, but we had four people. Uh, I, I was doing all, it was, it was, I didn't even eat before the show, so. It really? Was sad. Yeah, it was, but oh it was a true comedian, you know. It was, you know, I felt like I was on the road for real, uh, and it was a good time. It all worked out. We had a lot of technical difficulties without producer Kyle. All right, so. good. All right. <laughs> so everything that, went that's great. That's good to hear. Yeah, right. everything went great. You know, I like I don't like things to work perfectly when you leave because then, <laughs> then you'll never come back. But Tate is uh, he's back from his tour. Um, and people apparently want to hear from him uh, two games into the uh, NCAA season. So that's good, right? Yeah, I'll take it. I mean, Michigan's playing Villanova right now. I'm not watching. So if you hear me uh, giving my takes, I did not watch it. I, I was hanging out, out with these guys. I gave out Michigan plus seven and a half on uh, Lock It In today. And, um, well, it's a great pick. What I understand, they're they're blowing them out, right? That's right. Revenge, revenge. All right, let's talk about speaking of uh, red hot revenge. Harry, our very own <laughs> Harry. Harry, what's your record in these college games now? I can't keep track. Um, well, since I've been posting games on Twitter uh, after Brian suggested I should do such, I am seventeen two and one against spread. That is really incredible. Uh, if you got BC, like I gave out as my best bet last week on our pod. At 20 and a half, you were a winner. Uh, even if you had 20, it still feels like a win when the quarterback went out on the sixth play for Boston College. Mm-hmm. So even if you got 20, it was close to one. But I gave it out at 20 and a half. That's what it was at the time. That was a winner. Yeah. Nebraska, Illinois over 69. The game landed 89. And I gave out Liberty, Virginia over 61. And that hit by the third quarter. So I don't know. Just insane. It's a crazy run. That's good. All right, I'm keep still it going. To my guns. Still sticking to my guns and not betting until, like I said, I wanted to prove it to myself I could do it until Thanksgiving. So yeah, that's weird. I, I had some people you know? complain I know about you don't that. Like that. I don't. I know, Sal, you don't like this, Harry. I know you don't like. It's this, not just Harry. me. It's a lot of people wrote in and like, well, we'll get to it later. <laughs> I but I don't really get it. You're, you're, um, you know, you're, you're taking a pass on all these games. Not even that you're betting, but it's the heart of the football season. Partly, kid. What part happened? Of the football I, season, and not only are they winning, they're winning with ease. <laughs> Nothing's even winning with really? ease, Harry. You, you you took Boston College. The quarterback they scored right, seven. Well. <laughs> they scored seven points. And by the way, eighty percent of the country. I don't want to rain on your parade. <laughs> yeah. Brother Bry included had them at Rule. plus seventeen yep. and a half, set plus eighteen, something like that, right? Which was a loser. Or push. Yeah, twenty and a half. You were winning. Nineteen and a half, Harry. Yeah. But at twenty and a half, you were covering the entire game. Right. 
All right, Harry, well, you've gotten so that. humble since the last time I've yeah, heard from you. Yeah, a lot's gone, a lot, <laughs> lots changed since you left. It's not the right same Harry. All right, parlay kid, All you right. had a nice parlay, and of course, your yeah. Cowboys, my Cowboys, our Cowboys screwed you because <laughs> you because had the Eagles on the money line, right? Oh, so so you know, I very rarely will bet with the Cowboys or against the Cowboys. It's just this this year feels a little different because we know with each win. It almost keeps Garrett around. So yeah. we're almost saying, you know, we're not winning the Super Bowl this year. So it's not that we're rooting for them to lose, but I think we, we are accepting losses better than we ever have yeah. with the Cowboys. Right. So I felt like this was the perfect game to bet them. Eagles were coming off a bye. Uh, the Cowboys were coming off a short week. And quite honestly, I thought out of the games I had, because I had the Giants to win, that was the one underdog I had on my on yep. my bet too, and this was a seven to one parlay. I actually thought the Eagles were the one sure thing. Yeah, I had on my on my bet, and uh, quite honestly, Sal, the Cowboys bullied them up front on both sides of the ball, on the offensive side and on the defensive side. Yeah. And I know the Eagles; they're saying they had injuries, but look, this is a team that won the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback last year. This was a team that was supposed to be built to last. Right. And, um, wow, I'm, 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 I'm shocked at how they're performing now. I'm not sure their season is done yet. I still think they might rally a little bit here, the Eagles. And our Cowboys, what, so what are we looking at? So 8-8, eight 9-7 eight, at the best for this team. It's very weird, uh, the division. Although, let's face it, they were more impressive this week than they've been all year long. They, their offense had a little bit more rhythm to it. Yeah. They threw the ball a little deeper. They, ran, they had, Obviously, uh, Zeke is running uh, fantastically. Uh, I thought they were great on up front. I don't know. I, they, they, they did surprise me that maybe Cooper is having an effect on the other receivers. I'm sorry. I'm, that he's lighting it I'm up, so but, used to hating Jason Garrett every Sunday night or every Monday night whenever <laughs> they play. And it's like, oh, man, I can't really right. blame him. He had the aggressive play call. Remember, they went for it on fourth and one or fourth and two, and then it was a false start. Yep. Uh, but that was aggressive. And then they had the fake punt. Everything was good. The act was thrown downfield. Zeke kind of owns this team. Um, and, you know, when Leighton yep. Van Der Esch had that interception on the first drive, like, oh, oh. we're going to be in this game. We might not win, but we're going to be in it. But, yes, cup half full, uh, it keeps Garrett around. Now, Brother Bry, um, you won your best bet, right? Or did you lose it? You won. Yeah, it. You won. I had uh, yeah. Northwestern pl- plus 10.5 at Iowa, and they won straight up 14-10 uh, to 10 as a plus 300 underdog. So that, that was nice. Was, uh, that was nice That was me. good. Now, one thing you did lose later that evening – uh, I believe it was Saturday, right? The Korean Zombie. Now, this is a uh, Tate. Did you see this? This is one of the worst MMA losses and one of the worst beats for a sports gambler of all time. You want to yeah. take that? Take us through this, Brian. Yeah. So I had uh, I'd taken the Korean Zombie. Yeah, that was Saturday <laughs> night. Although it went off, I felt like it went off at like two a.m. That's his nickname. Uh, the no, Korean that's his zombie. parents so named him that. Oh, okay. Parents, uh, yeah, that's a nice family <laughs> name. Yeah. <laughs> So I had the Korean Zombie over uh, Yair Rodriguez. The Korean Zombie was winning. He was winning the fight. Like, it was a really close fight. It was actually probably one of the best fights of the year. And then uh, Yair Rodriguez knocks the Korean Zombie out with somewhat of like a reverse elbow uppercut with like .2 seconds left, knocks him out cold. Literally, as soon as the Korean Zombie's body hits the canvas, the horn sounds. Yeah. I was so stunned by what I saw. I like. I, I didn't even process at first that I lost my bet because I was just trying to figure out what the hell just happened. What did I just right. see? Uh, but yeah, another uh, another bad beat for me. Yeah, that was pretty bad. And I, I remember seeing it. Now you you reported it, and then I was out to dinner. I didn't see it for another hour uh, hour later. But I was like, did they hit heads? I didn't. Couldn't even tell what happened there. I was like, all right, they didn't Weird. hit heads. And then okay, throws up, up. I guess he meant to do that. And like that was spectacular. But I think you're telling yourself short. I think he was winning on the cards, right? Korean zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, yeah, the Korean zombie was winning. He was. Um, I think he was up three one. My guy was up three one. Yeah, uh, probably winning that last round too. So yeah. he was probably going to win four one on two of the cards and probably three two on another. Uh, so yeah. that's what made it. That's what made it so bad. He was definitely winning that fight. And that to me is the difference between boxing and MMA. Like I, I love boxing, but you have a guy 
who's up eight rounds to three, you're going to see very little action out of him in the twelfth round. You have a you know you have an MMA fighter. They're going at it. it doesn't matter if he's up four rounds to none or or it's or he's down four rounds to none. They go at it to the final horn. And now someone explained to me that there are incentives in these guys' contracts for knockouts, but it seems yeah. like you just want to get out of there and win, right? A lot of these times. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, the thing about this fight is while he was winning on the card, and I did think he was winning, he probably didn't know for sure because the, the, I would right. say like three of the first four rounds were really close. Right. So uh, right. he, I think he thought he had to go after him in the last 10 seconds, but uh, yeah, yeah, that, that sucked. All right, well, listen, let's talk pro football. And we have uh, possibly the game of the year, and it's already been crazy, very already tumultuous. Rams-Chiefs opened at 64 over-under. I think that's the highest since 1986 or some some crazy stat. Uh, down to 63.5. Was supposed to play in Mexico City. The field conditions were so bad that they moved it back to Los Angeles, and now the Rams are home, uh, and they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite, right? I haven't even checked in a few hours, but I believe they're a three-and-a-half-point yeah, favorite. Now, Harry, who do you like in this game? There's a lot going on. Is this a home-field advantage for the Rams, or is it not? I mean, there's going to be a lot of Chiefs jerseys there, but... Um, I guess it technically is a true home game for the Rams now. True, but I'm, you know what? I, I'm not sure on who's going to win the game. I like the over. I like the over 63-and-a-half. Um, this has the makings for a back-and-forth score fest slash shootout. What I don't like lately is the Rams' defense, though. In their last three games, they have averaged giving up 34 points a game in those contests, and Seattle put up 273 yards versus them last week on the ground. The week before that, the Saints compiled almost 500 yards of offense and six touchdowns. Meanwhile, I think the Chiefs went through the motions last week versus Arizona. Didn't show much leading into this week's game. It's been over a month since the Chiefs have had a meaningful game, and what a time for Patty Mahomes and the rest of the boys on the national stage Patty. to get a chance to exploit Patty. Yes, Patty and the to boys. exploit this Rams D. Oh boy! I see the game being like 38-35, that type of game. Over sixty-three and a half is the play. Yeah, I like it over too. I um, I don't know. I think we are going to see a lot of Chiefs fans. I don't know if the Rams. I don't understand, like you said, with the rushing. There's not even great running backs running all over them. You know, like Seattle did it twice to them. It was Carson and Davis and yeah. all these guys. Like Wade Phillips should have had it didn't together. Even play last week. Yeah, no, he didn't play. It was David, right? But they, but they, I feel like they. Yeah, oh, Penny, Penny too. Yeah. But they, I feel like they. They should have it together by now. I understand they're on the field a lot because their offense is so good, but I would think Wade Phillips would figure something yeah. out, at least on the ground, Parley kid. Which which way do you like? Yes, yeah, so it's shocking. I don't know if a Wade Phillips defense has ever really uh, performed like this. Yeah. Uh, and like Harry, I mean, I think the over is the play. I, I, I think um, I how is it? how are both teams not scoring in the 30s? Because we're sitting here talking about – the Rams' defense being poor, but so this Chief defense, when they've played good offenses, have mm. not has not been very good either. In fact, I'm willing to bet in this game. I personally think so. Here's here's the thing about this Rams' defense that I find so perplexing. Aaron Donald is by far the overwhelming favorite. Yeah. To win the Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Right. So. What does that say about the rest of the defense? Yeah. That if they have the best defensive player in the league and they're struggling like this. But, Sal, we saw Fowler kind of make a little bit of a difference the other day. He had one or two terrible penalties. Right. But he made some big plays. I do think this Rams defense is going to get better. Uh, Aaron Donald, he does seem to make big-time plays when they really need him to make a play. Hmm. Uh, I think the Rams' defense is going to slightly outplay the Chiefs' defense in this game. Uh, the Rams, again, they're in shootouts every week. The over is the play here, but if you're telling me to pick a winner, I'm, I'm, I would go Rams 34, Chiefs 31. Mm. Uh, given that slight home field advantage uh, to the Rams, even though I think Tyreek Hill, if he's matched up on Marcus Peters, that could be... That could be a nightmare. Well, Somebody's got to figure that situation out. I mean, quick. That, yeah. that's I mean, the Chiefs are salivating at that matchup there because Marcus Peters can't cover anybody. He's not ready for these plays. They're going to have to get him help. Something's yeah. going. They they know that I think. And the Chiefs obviously know better than anybody 
uh, how to beat him. So right. uh, obviously they're going to the Rams. Wade Phillips is going to have to come up with a real good game plan. But I think the Rams pull this one out. So I think the Chiefs are due for a loss here. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Tyreek Hill is going to be a matchup problem uh, either way. And Dominic and Sue somehow has gotten to uh, uh, underrated status. Like he 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 kind of helps inside there too. Which he is obviously weird. yeah. But um yeah, I don't know, uh, bro- brother Bry. How do you see this game? I I think like I was looking at the stats, home versus away. Even if you want to give the Rams a home field advantage here, uh, I think Goff's. Uh, passer rating is way higher, but they don't cover the spread. They cover the spread just as much, and they score almost as many points. I think it's thirty-four to thirty-three or something like that. Yeah, it sounds about right. So I, I love the Chiefs plus three and a half in this situation. Like I haven't, lo- I know the Rams are nine and one, and they've been great, but I haven't loved what I've seen from them lately. Goff seems to be missing some wide open receivers. Mm, we, you guys just talked about the defense has been atrocious. Cup is now out for the year. The Rams are one in five against the spread in the last six. The mm. Chiefs, on the other hand, are five and five and zero against the spread on the road, and two and zero as underdogs. This is essentially going to be a home game for the Chiefs. I just, I would never, I would never take the Rams minus three and a half in this spot. I just, uh, if I'm if I'm playing this game, I'm taking the points. Yeah, it almost seems too easy to take the points, Tate. What's that, Tate? What are you listening to? <laughs> I, I was trying to pull up uh, an NFL video to see if they actually flew to Colorado Springs. Because oh, they, they right. were supposed to practice in altitude. Yes. Right? That's what the Rams are supposed to do. So I was I was thinking that actually will help them out now that they're playing in L.A. So they go out and practice in hard conditions, and they come back, and they just play in L.A. It's the, yep. it's and like then a, I think they're staying longer to make it like it's a, a road game or something. I don't know. I read something. Yeah, that's what like. I was trying to see where yeah. they actually are right now. But if yeah. that's the case, I like the Rams in this game. Yeah. Yeah, and I like Marcus Peters' revenge. I think that you do. I think there's a chance that happens, wow, especially after the Sean Payton. You know, when he's talked about Sean Payton talking all that shit on the sideline to him. Right. Uh, I, I just like the attitude of, of that defense, and I think Donald's been great. And I like Fowler showing up last week. So I don't know. I like the yeah. Rams. All right, I take the points. I take the three and a half, and I would take the over. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't trust the Rams. They don't look right defensively right now. It's very strange. I do think they come out of the NFC still because uh, I just like their schedule the rest of the way. But um, I'm not sure about this particular game. Um, all right, let's take a quick break and let's then discuss the best Super Bowl matchups and odds. I don't know. Maybe, maybe everyone likes the Rams Chiefs for Super Bowl. We'll hear about it in a minute. Hey, you know what's not smart? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. But you know what is smart? ZipRecruiter.com slash odds. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for candidates to find you. ZipRecruiter finds them for you. Its powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. No more sorting through the wrong resumes. No more waiting for the right candidates to apply. It's no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash odds. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash O-D-D-S. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, we're going to talk Super Bowl matchups here against all odds with Cousin Sal, Master Tate Frazier, the Parlay Kid, Brother Bry. And Harry, and we're going to go, okay, so these are the season futures. If you go to season futures tab, this is the best. You have Super Bowl possible matchups. And right now, the favorites to meet in the Super Bowl are, Tate, do you know who they are? No, I do not off the top of my head, but is it Rams Chiefs? Saints Chiefs are the favorite, a plus 450. Rams Chiefs are the favorite, uh, second, plus 650. Rams Steelers 9-1, to Saints Steelers 9-1. to Rams Patriots ten to one, then the Saints Patriots plus ten fifty. Harry, where's the value in these matchups? Well, I do have value here because I'm going to take. I'm not going to take the Saints. I'm not going to leave them alone. I'm going to leave the Chiefs alone. I'm going to leave the Rams alone. I am going to take the Steelers to play the Chicago Bears at fifty to one in the Super Bowl. Mm. Look, the Steelers are red hot with five straight wins and winning those games by an average of seventeen points and are averaging 35 points a game during this winning streak. James Conner is definitely making the Pittsburgh faithful forget all about Le'Veon Bell. During this run, Big Ben has 13 touchdowns to only two picks. And Pitt controls their own destiny in regards to the number two seed, as New England looked bad for the third time this year, and Pitt gets them at Heinz Field third week in December. That'll probably determine the two and three seeds. I know Chicago is a reach, but 
when they have looked good, they have looked really, really good. Through nine games, they have a plus 94 point differential, which is 87 points better than NFC North rival Green Bay and 77 points better than second place Minnesota. The Bears have given up the second least points in the NFC. And if the moon and stars possibly align perfectly, the defense led by Khalil Mack making plays and UNC's Mitch Trubisky playing like he did last week or like the fifth five first half touchdown Mitch versus Tampa Bay, the Bears could could beat anybody. I got Pittsburgh Chicago at fifty to one. I think the Bears are better obviously than they've been, but I I don't think we've seen. Look, they they beat the card they barely beat the Cardinals. They beat up on that Buccaneers team. You don't never know what you're getting with them. Uh, they lost to the Patriots. They beat up on the Jets. They beat up on the Lions, who don't seem to be good. All the, Stafford just gets sacked double digit times every week, and then they crush the Bills. I think we need to see more. I know you love Mitchell uh, Tate. Do you agree with that assessment? Four 300 yard passing games already for Mitchell. Yeah. He's going to set the Bears record for touchdowns and yards this year. So it's you know people are people are giving him much of crap. Lombardi and I talk about it every week on the podcast. I like to joke that Mitchell should win the MVP, uh, <laughs> but I, I do think that he's good enough to get them you know as far as they can go with that defense. But uh, I don't know. We saw Von Miller win a title by himself, so why can't Khalil Mack? I like it, Harry. Our boy Simmons. Um makes fun of Bears apologists, Mitch Trubisky apologists. He wants a name for them. Trubisky, uh, people were writing in. Trubiscuits is a good one. Mm. Uh, <laughs> truthers. Um, yeah, I like Truthers. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the um, Chicago Bear Truthers. I should have written this down. There are a bunch of them. I'll probably talk about it with Simmons on uh, Sunday night. But All right, <laughs> Brother Bry, what's your Super Bowl matchup? Yeah, so um, I like uh, – I'm sticking with the Steelers, too. I like the Saints and the Steelers at 9-1. to one. Again, two of the hottest teams right now. Probably the two hottest teams. I know you also have – uh, the Texans in that grouping as well. But, look, they can both beat you running. They can both beat you throwing. Their defenses actually have both actually been really improved over the last couple of weeks. Steelers in the last five games have only given up – the most they've given up is 21 points. I mean, like Harry was saying, if the Steelers hold on to that two seed, I think they can definitely go into Arrowhead again and win that game. I'm sure the Chiefs fans do not want any part of the Steelers at home. Yeah, um, I'm sure. I know we have some friends who are Chiefs fans, but I'm mm-hmm. sure they do not want to see that. I mean, if you were looking at a long shot too, so like Viking Steelers at fifty to one. I know Harry has the uh, Bear Steelers, but Viking Steelers also at fifty to one. I I think I kind of liked that at the beginning of the year, and now those odds are like three times as high. So at fifty one, still some value there. That's pretty good. Wow, well, a lot of us are gonna have Pittsburgh here. Parley kid, you have Pittsburgh? No, I don't, Sal. Um, I don't have Pittsburgh. Uh, even though I think, you know, it's weird. So I did early in the year have, uh, I did pick uh, Ben, not on the show, but I do have a bet in uh, for Roethlisberger to win MVP. And I'm surprised he isn't getting a little bit more recognition at this time for Because if you really look at his numbers, he quite conceivably could end up with 5,000 yards passing and about 40 touchdown passes. Yeah. And uh, his odds are still pretty poor. So... Something for people to think about. I think he'll be in the conversation at the end of the year. So I'm just because I'm just going to go a little different here, and and I do like those picks with the Steelers because the Steelers. It seems like once they get rolling, they really stay on a roll. It seems like it takes a yeah. a, a lot to take them off of that, you know. And the last couple of years, we've seen them do that. And uh, I do I do like what Brian and Harry said. I like Harry's long shot. It's kind of a nice pick. So I'm going to go with uh, a different AFC team and a different NFC team. So with the NFC, I've, I'm just on the Rams, so I know this Cooper uh, Cup loss is um, it's a big one for them, but I think they're going to find a way to replace them. Uh, but I just think McVay is the best coach in the NFC. Yeah. I think the defense will get better and better uh, with Fowler now being integrated more into uh, that defense. I think they'll find a way to shore up the secondary. Uh, and I just, I, I'm just a believer in that team this year. I just... Uh, I. Maybe because I just enjoy watching them. I think they're gutsy. Uh, I think they, they're, they're risk-takers. And I think in the long run, that will pay off. And I don't think the Saints will beat the Rams twice this year. I really don't. So if it comes down to that, I think the Rams will better the Saints the second time around. In the AFC, I'm, I'm going a little off uh, the beaten path here for a team I think that's getting overlooked. Uh, but they're pretty, playing very solid ball on both sides, offensively and defensively. And that's the Chargers, Sal. So the Chargers and Rams are, are actually 15-1. to 1. Uh, I thought it actually would be a little uh, bit better than that. 
but fifteen to one to to meet in the Super Bowl. I can, I can see once these playoffs start. I think the Chargers are going to end up twelve and four. If you really look at the rest of their schedule, uh, the only teams that have beaten them so far this year are the Rams and the Chiefs. Uh, right. They've taken care of business against everybody else, and I think that continues. And I think they're going to end up with about a twelve and four record. Uh, and I think get, come playoff t- time, I think there's going to be a little bit of a rallying cry to let's get Phil Rivers to the Super Bowl. I, I really think this team could come together. Bosa is going to be back very soon. Yep. Derwin James is uh, probably going to be w- winning the uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year award. Uh, I think things are looking up for the Chargers. So that could be an interesting matchup. Yeah. Chargers-Rams, 15-1 to in the Super Bowl. That would be fun. I don't. Yeah, both LA teams. Wow, that'd be something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I look at San Diego as one of the elite teams. I do think they're really good, and like you said, they get some players back. Uh, I would go Pittsburgh and Rams. Is that what I said? Yeah, Pittsburgh Rams is nine to one. So it's sort of a combination of what everyone yeah. else did. Um, regardless of what they do this week, the Rams against the Chiefs, I think they have an easier schedule the rest of the way. They they still have some easy games in the NFC West. Meanwhile, the Saints, I know they have the head-to-head win, but they have the Steelers and twice against the Panthers. So they can get tripped up a couple times there. The, the road uh, to the NFC Championship could go through L.A. I think that they're going to the Super Bowl in Pittsburgh. Now all of a sudden has a pass rush, and their offense is clicking Steelers. Ben hits like seven different receivers for touchdowns. And like you guys said, uh, Brother Bry, you brought it up, they could play the Chiefs in the playoffs and they'll win that game. They just win it every year, and maybe the Chiefs take care of the Patriots, who could be a three seed. So um, Pittsburgh and the Rams at 9-1 to is my pick. Uh, what do you say, Tate? I like uh, I like that Chargers pick a lot. That's a team that I've been tinkering with. But I do think the Steelers will come out of the AFC, and I think it's going to be Steelers-Panthers. Steelers Panthers. Oh yes, we forgot about the Panthers. I like the Panthers. <laughs> I think the Panthers get revenge in New Orleans. I think they go down to New Orleans and beat them in the playoffs after losing last year. Wait a minute. Let's see what the I'd be ninety to one. Ninety to one. Love it. Wow. Yeah. Tate, you should do that. You could wow. you could deal with ninety to one. Right? I like ninety to one. Yeah, that's that's some long shot. Right, I'm gonna put that in for you, Tate. That's my heart though. I bet on the Panthers last time to win the Super Bowl and we saw what happened, so never again. But wait, we saw that game already. Like, how are they going to win that game? I I just like the matchup, and I think the Steelers would probably win, and then Big Ben would retire. Yeah, but what would you have to do differently to not lose by uh, 700 points like you did Thursday? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not, you know, <laughs> turn the ball over in 13 seconds and let them, you know, get a pick six and, right. you know, a million other things. Yeah, that was bad. All really right, bad. let's look at the uh, NFL prop specials. You could find these online. They're fun props to play with, and sometimes we, we find winners in there. Uh, Brother Brian, I'm going to start with you. Your Raiders. I know it's very frustrating. I like to say frustrating with the, without the R. So it's very frustrating. Um, but what would you say the odds are for Derek Carr to start for the Oakland Raiders in 2019, first game? Ooh. Um, plus. Ooh. Plus 200. Plus 200. I have some bad news yeah. for you. <laughs> The yes is minus one seventy five. Mm. Fuck, fuck that! Oh, I don't want him back. I don't want him back. <laughs> There's another one. Is that John Gruden on the line? <laughs> I'll throw you another one. <laughs> Will they draft a quarterback in the first round next year? Oh jeez. Uh, I mean, with the three picks. Um, all right. So I already botched the last one. Um, should be uh, plus uh, plus one twenty five. Then if 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 car if they think car's coming back, then it's like plus one twenty five. Maybe I read this wrong because I'm seeing minus two twenty. But is it because they have three picks? Is that maybe why? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I mean that they should. Well, I don't know. What are they going to do if they bring Car back? I don't know if they're definitely drafting a quarterback. I mean, they should. Although they should probably wait till the next year and draft a quarterback. Yeah, because what would it cover? Herb- a lot has to do with Herbert and Harry's yeah. Giants. Harry's Giants are going to play themselves out of that position because Eli yeah. came to life for some reason. But yeah, that those are the odds. Um, will they oh, will they God. draft a quarterback? Sorry, I'm sorry. No is minus two twenty. <laughs> I'm an idiot. All right, no is minus two twenty. So you were right. The yes okay. is a plus. All oh, right. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Well, that's that's bad for you too. I'm sorry. All right, Harry. <laughs> Will Cody Parkey hit the upright or the crossbar on a missed field goal right. or extra point this week? He hit it what a bunch of times. Was it week? four? 
Tate? Yeah, I think yeah, it's four. It four, right? Yeah, four. Right. Okay. And the and the and the uh, and the and the prop is will he? Yes. Um, <laughs> you could you could boy. attack it either way. I feel like I'm in the spelling bee and Harry's at, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say uh, it. Yes Origin of the word. Does, <laughs> the yes that he does. Uh, the yes that he does is plus three twenty five. Uh no, the no is minus one thousand. The yes is plus five fifty. All right. Go well, with the yes. He'll find it. <laughs> He'll find a way. Um, Parlay Kid, will the Patriots lose by 10 or more the rest of the regular season? Oh, that's that's a tough one. Hold um, on. Let me, I, let me, let me pull up. Really know. Right. I'll pull up their games. Hold on. They have a bye. Then they get back at it. And they have, I know they have the Jets in there. They got the Vikings is probably well. They right. got to have yeah. the, the the well. They yeah, got the, 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 right? the probably yeah. Home against the Vikings uh, so, at, at the Dolphins at the Steelers, home against the Bills and home against the Jets. So it's not going to happen for sure. In four, it's really the Steelers right. and the Vikings that could do it, right? Uh, I'll say. Oh man, uh, yes. They will uh, plus three hundred. I don't know. All right, That's plus two hundred. That's all right. The no is minus three hundred. The okay. yes, yes is two to one. All right, so we don't really. So who okay. they have in the last week of the season? Though? It's the Jets. So they they finish with home against yeah. the Bills and if home the, against the Jets. Hmm. Well, if the, if the Patriots are locked into that three seed, if the Steelers do beat them, who knows in that last week of the season? Well, so yeah. how many road? How many? Losses have they suffered by more than ten already this year? Three, because three every one road of their games. Losses, yeah, three road losses yeah. by double digits. Okay, right. So that's. I mean, that probably has never happened in the Belichick era. I'm guessing. Well, I think I, they had four over least, the last uh, four years before that. that wow. Okay. Thing. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. So, although, although let's not forget when they go down to Miami, sometimes yeah, that's true. Too. That's true. That's a day game though. It's usually it's usually night when they go crazy. But you're right. That that is uh, yeah. something we could look at. What do you think, Tate? Do they? It'd uh, be fun around here if they kept losing by double digits, right? <laughs> it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I think maybe at the Steelers, possibly. Mm. Uh, that'd be the one on the road. It, it would definitely have to be on the road. So it's basically Dolphins, Steelers. You know, and that's back to back. So maybe maybe one of those weeks. But I don't know. Bill Belichick. He, I feel like he gives the games to some of those guys that he likes in their first game against him. Right. Seem like it. It's a it's a trap. He you wants to, so? he wants to make the coaching tree of Bill Belichick more you know illustrious than it really, really is. Oh, well, yeah. because before this year he had a nice record against his guys, and then he loses to Matt it's, Patricia. It's, it's always the first game, right? McDaniel's beat him in his first game. Right. The only guy that didn't, I think, was Romeo Cornell. Oh yeah. In his How first was that going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. I don't know. I I I wish I could trust the Patriots to to be bad, but it's it's just not going to happen, right, guys? They'll get their shit together. Gronk will be back. He'll have a million guys to throw to. Yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do? I'm, I am surprised about like Hogan. Like Hogan hasn't stepped. He was better when he was hurt on that team uh, last year. But um, <laughs> true. <laughs> I think they'll be fine. All right, that brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the degenerate trifecta and I set sail tackling make believe gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. This week, oh, Levian Bell. So he's done. So that is officially the worst fantasy pick in. <laughs> In history, right? Le'Veon Bell? Like, what, did you spend $54 on him like I did or uh, or took him with, like, the third or fourth pick overall? Who had him in our league, guys? Oh, Chris have him, right? Yeah, Chris, Chris and him. Chris and Scott in our league, defending champs, right, took yeah. him, and they'll probably make the playoffs anyway. Um, uh. But uh, my question is, or the Captain Morgan's question is, what will Le'Veon Bell do with his free time? Will he? Catch up on Hanukkah shopping, five to two odds. Will he breeze through Bodyguard on Netflix? Everyone seems to like that, seven to two odds. Will he reorganize the novels in his study at five to one odds? Will he search for places in the desert to bury his agent's body at six to one? Or you could play the field at ten to one. Uh, Parley Kid, what are you going to say? Whew. Sal, so, I'm going to take that uh, finding a place to bury the body, yeah. I think, uh, of, of this agent. This is uh, the worst contract negotiation uh, since Harry represented himself in contract negotiations with Ken. <laughs> mm. Wouldn't you agree? Mm. Harry, why would you agree to sponge baths and deep tissue massages? <laughs> why? Right? That's terrible. Why would you agree to that? That's, right? It's better than so haircuts. If anybody, 
<laughs> By the way, there's another Harry negotiation that uh, we, we've uh, gotten in trouble for talking about, but that didn't end up too great for him either. Le- le- legal wise, involving a resort, but we won't get into that. Right, this we'll is a spot. Right, it's a sponsored you segment. Discussed, you discussed that two years ago. That's right. Basically. All right, it's sponsored segment. Yeah. Absolutely, right. and, and like and like and like Harry, Bell obviously overvalued himself. Sure. Here, yeah. Right. So, and and let's face it, Sal. If they need a place in the desert to bury a body, yeah. who do you call? Harry. I'm sure he's done that for Ken, too. Oh, good. So take the, the burying the body. All right. Harry. Take the burying the body at seven for whatever it was. I think I don't six even remember one. what it was. Uh, it's only six. <laughs> I could probably get it. To, we could shop that one. I can get it at seven. One. All right, Harry, what are you going to say? I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on with Parlay Kid. I'm 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 uh, I'm doing the uh, searching in the desert as well. Uh, look, <laughs> Bell need like like Parlay Kid said. Bell needs help. I lived in Vegas for 17 years and now in Phoenix for nine years. I've made that trip between both cities many many times. I know the desert like the back of my hand. I know more <laughs> secret spots in the desert, by the way. Of course, than Joe uh-huh. Pesci's character in Casino, Nikki Santoro, <laughs> ever thought of having. Right. So I'm gonna take that. Finding a place in the desert. Okay. Let me in needs help. You can call me. Well, there's a, there's an open investigation that is now pointed at Harry. Yeah, no uh, kidding. <laughs> Harry, Harry implicates himself. You really better hope this doesn't happen. Oh, this would be so funny. Uh, Brother Bry. Oh, man. Are you staying in the desert? No, I'll go. He breezes through Bodyguard on Netflix. Oh, Look, good. This is the best show I've seen. I, this is the best show I've seen in a while. I hate almost anything I've ever watched. You guys know that. I'm yeah. very negative about any type of movie or TV show. So the fact that I really like this, I mean, there was a few things I found that I had trouble with, but I really love the show. Everyone should watch this. So he's going to have so much free time. He can actually watch this the second time, try and figure, figure out what they're actually saying in it since their accents are so thick. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is one of the problems. I mean, I probably only understood about half of it, but it is very intense. Um, all right. He can even have. He's gonna have so much time. He can, yeah, he can. Watch, it's funny because he can even watch the bodyguard if he wants. He'll have so much time. It's funny when Bill mentioned this. Bill was the one who got me on to watching oh, the did show. He? Yeah. And when I, when he first mentioned it, I just assumed it was like a TV version of the movie The Bodyguard right. with Whitney Houston. So it's not. Thank that. God it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> and I definitely recommend it. And I recommend the Le'Veon Bell. Definitely watch that. All right. Good. This is this is a Netflix endorsement. Um, I would say I'd go with the desert too. I think this guy screwed up. And you know whatever Le'Veon Bell maybe next year gets twenty million dollars from the Jets or the Ravens or the Bucks or somebody. But in this day and age. You don't need a great running back to win. You just don't. Look at the last Super Bowl. Eagles-Patriots. Tate, who was the Eagles running back? Eagles-Patriots, 2004. 2004? No, no. Last last year. Oh, last year? Oh, uh... Who was the Eagles running back last year? Uh, Jay Ajayi. Exactly. Yeah. All right. All I right. thought you were talking about Brian Westbrook. No, I was I'm like, just oh, saying, yeah. these guys aren't first-round. Look, there's the Leonard Fournettes and the Zeke Elliotts of the world, but the Patriots do without a first-round back always. What was Devonta Freeman, Parley kid? Was he like a fourth-rounder? That was the year before. Yeah, Fal- Freeman. Yeah, I think he was third-round. Yeah, absolutely uh, third about round. that. Yep. Falcons-Patriots, who can go back the year before. Den- who's Denver's running back against your Panthers, Tate? CJ CJ Anderson, right? Come on, okay. what's that? Who was yeah. the Panthers running back? <sighs> Man, you, you hodgepodge. Had, That's when we still had Tubbs, uh, yeah, Tubbs yeah. Silver, D'Angelo Williams, right. Jonathan Stewart. Yeah. All right, 2015 yeah. Seahawks. All right, Marshawn Lynch was a first rounder, right? Yep. Okay, whatever. I don't think they won that Super Bowl because of him. Actually, the one I'm pointing to right now, they didn't even hand them the ball when yep. they should have. Yep. And uh, you know, Ravens before that, 49ers. I don't know. Giants, Harry, 2012. They have. A, was that a first rounder? No. 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 You don't need a first-rounder to win or play in the Super Bowl. So I think that's a screw-up by the agent. Uh, I will represent you, Le'Veon, and you can also make uh, $0 next year like you did this year. I can't do any worse. So there you go. Tate, what would you pick out of these? Uh, I think I would do uh, the desert thing. But but yeah. also, I mean, I, I don't know. The the guy, Bakari, his agent, uh-huh. he seems like, you know, he said Le'Veon's pe- uh, paid enough so it doesn't really matter. that this These millions of dollars don't matter, which is it's, at least they have a positive uh-huh. outlook on the whole thing. And also, uh, how about the Steelers? They actually are Steelers. They're robbers. They, I was they, looking they, at that. They stole everything out of his locker once he didn't sign. So. Yeah. Yes, you got to change. Take the E out. Put an A. They're officially the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're rummaging through all his stuff. There, yes. that's good. They yes. hate good, him. Good they teammates. Hate his guts. He's not going back there. What are the odds? The Jets are plus two eighty five. Oakland plus four fifty. Tampa Bay plus six fifty. I think those are the top three to land Levy on next next year. All right. Well, that's another week 
of Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. And no matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. And those are captain's orders. All right, we're going to be back with Sharp Tank. These guys made you a lot of money last week. So you'll want to listen through this ad and come back on the other side and accept the winners they're about to give you. Coming right from here. That's right. Hey, whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at MyBookie this football season. If you like to bet a little and win a lot, you can create a big parlay. Pick three teams to win, and if you hit all three, you could turn $100 into $600. That's a good deal. Bet on college basketball, football, NBA, NHL, custom props, even eSports. You could really trust MyBookie. They've been in the business for years, and they've got great online reviews, and their mobile site is easy to use. Sign up this week, and MyBookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll also make sure to follow at bet my bookie on twitter they personally respond to every mention and dm and have given away more than ten thousand dollars in free money to their followers this season don't miss out on one of the best weeks to bet on sports this year log on to my bookie right now use promo code sal to get a 50 percent deposit bonus that's promo code sal you play you win you get paid Hey, you know, as your loved ones get together this Thanksgiving, discover more about genetic connections you share with 23andMe. Simply spin into the tube provided in your 23andMe kit, registered your sample to your personal account, and receive online reports in a few weeks. You can discover where your DNA is from out of 150-plus regions worldwide and see genetic similarities and differences between you and your relatives. You can even learn about how much Neanderthal DNA you inherited and which traits your Neanderthal DNA is associated with, like high and back hair and share reports with family and friends even if they're not customers I did this 23andMe kit, showed the family, and it sparked discussion for hours and hours and hours, and it's going to continue during Thanksgiving, I'll tell you that. And now through Thanksgiving, 23andMe Ancestry Service Kits are only $49 per kit when you buy two or more. That's 50% off the regular kit price of $99 this holiday. Order your 23andMe Ancestry Kit at 23andMe.com slash odds. That's the number, 23andMe.com slash odds. All right, guys, this is the part where you guys give me your bets. I buy one of them. I won last week because I jumped on Red Hot Harry's uh, bandwagon. He had Boston College plus 20 and a half on, what was it? Harry, when did we do this, Harry? On Wednesday or Tuesday last week? It dipped down to, what, yeah, Brian? Went down to like 17 and a half, 18 or something. Got Kind of got middled in there. Uh, no problem. Harry gave out a winner. Um Brother Bry gave out a winner at Northwestern. Parley Kid got tripped up with the Eagles over the Cowboys. Not his fault. It's hard to tell when the Cowboys want to play professional football. Um, they decided <laughs> Sunday night. And let's start it up this week again. All right, Harry, you have the hot hand. Let's hear it. All right, I got some balls on this one, I think. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna go to my uh, favorite college team in sports, Syracuse, playing Notre Dame at Yankee Stadium. The line is ten and a half, but I am going to go as my best bet at plus three twenty. Whoa! Let me ever see a parlay kid? Let me see if parlay kid ever rips off a plus three twenty as their best bet. Whoa! Derek, uh, I've done that. I've done that like five times already this year. Yeah, he's just done it with just about. done it with multiple teams. That's all. Mm. <laughs> Harry, it's a it's called a parlay. He's the parlay kid. All right. Yeah. Wow. No reasoning? Are you going to well, shut up you, there? Oh, okay. Yeah. There's more to it. You can take the ten and a half if you want, but it's time. It's time <laughs> for the number 12 ranked Syracuse Orange to finally, officially make a statement and be put back on the college football map. That's why at plus 320, I love the orange on the money line. Led by Syracuse quarterback, senior quarterback, Eric Dungy, who has 26 total touchdowns. This team is primed and ready to knock out the Irish from national championship discussion. The Cues have two losses this year. Both losses are by a combined 11 points and led at Clemson for 59 minutes until the Tigers scored late. Syracuse has won four in a row and is averaging 47 points a game during that stretch. Cues is 2-0 and in bowl games at Yankee Stadium. Syracuse is 3-0 and against the spread as a dog and 9-3 and against the spread in the last 12. Meanwhile, Notre Dame has won four and one against spread this year as a double-digit. You can't talk about camp. the spread, Harry. You're taking them on the money line. Uh, None I'm of that just, matters. I'm just throwing out there if someone does, if someone wants All to right. bet both. Look, Notre Dame beat a four and seven Ball State team at home by eight, and at home beat a four and six Vandy team 
by only five points. Like I said, it's time finally for Syracuse after 17 years of to be significant in college football again. Dino and Dungy get it done <laughs> versus the Damers. Syracuse 37 26 wow. as a double digit dog they're going to win by 11 straight up. Let's go orange. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Harry I'm taking this out I'm taking this out What is this? This week in baseball? fight song Let's go orange Those are the lyrics? 26 Orange 37-26 Straight up plus 320 Wow That was spectacular I feel so bad It's going to lose Yeah there's more. There's more. Harry, we can't clear this song. We don't have enough money. <laughs> we paid the boss tokes. Uh, wow, Harry. Uh, look, Tate, I like that. He conveniently, when he goes over everyone's bad losses he or bad wins, he leaves out Syracuse barely getting by your North Carolina, North Carolina Tires, worst Division One team in the country. Yep, you're right. That's okay, Harry. I feel like I have Dungy in all his bad games. But all right, I will, I will consider that. You have the hot hand. Brother Brian, that's gonna be tough to top, <laughs> at least energy wise. Hope you have a song. Right. Uh, yeah, it's fun- <laughs> it's funny. I I do think it would have been just it is ballsy from Harry because I do really like uh, Cuse getting ten and a half, but uh, it's ballsy of him to take that. I like it though. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go here with the Cardinals minus five over the Raiders. Look, it opened up at three and a half, then it was minus four this morning. It's now now at minus five. Look, my Raiders are atrocious. There isn't one thing I like about this team. They're 30th in scoring offense, 30th in scoring defense. I've seen bad Raiders defenses before over the last 15 years. They've had some really bad ones, and this may be the worst. Now, their offense, you would think maybe they'd be playing a little better. In the last four, in four, three of the last four games, they've scored three, three, and six points. Mm. I mean, Carr has been awful, but, you know, according to the odds, he might come back. That's great. <laughs> Uh, the line, the line has been really bad. Everything about them has been bad. Normally, this Cardinals team should not be favored under any circumstances, especially by five. Mm-hmm. But this is an exception. They're five and two against the spread in their last seven. Meanwhile, the Raiders are oh six and one against the spread, and the Raiders are also one nine and two in their last twelve road games against the spread. The Raiders at this point are playing for the first pick in the draft. They actually played really tough last week against the Chargers, and they still lost by double digits. They'll have uh, – it's hard to say, but they, they're going to even have a letdown from that game. No, no motivation here. All the motivation here is on Rosen and the Cardinals to build on what they've built, built on the last couple of weeks. They've actually played decently. So take the Cardinals minus five. All right. Interesting. Parley kid. Let's hear what you say. Sal, this is a tough week. When yeah, I, I was looking at parlays, trying to come up with something, and uh, being that I'm coming off a tough loss, I'm going to really stick to one game this week, Sal. I'm going to be taking an underdog, though, in this game. But I, I just could not come up with a parlay to my liking. So, so I'm going to go uh, with the road dog this week uh, with the Vikings. Uh, money line over the Bears at plus 115. Uh, so we know the Bears have been good, and I'm not going to certainly bid up on Trubisky. I think he's been excellent. Um, but let's uh, take a step back and look at their last three wins, the Jets, the Bills, and the Lions. Uh, their competition certainly uh, has been lacking in some of these wins and some of these terrific performances by Trubisky. Uh, the Vikings are coming off a bye. Uh, they're 4-1 in their last five games. Dalvin Cook, I think, I think he's finally healthy here. Yeah, I, think I think they he's can playing. kind of yep. unleash him a little bit and uh, have a little bit of a compliment to their passing game. Thielen is coming off his worst performance of the year, the first time he was held on under 100 yards. He's going to bounce back in a big way, of course, with Diggs. Uh, I really just think the Vikings win this game outright and I think kind of reclaim their spot as the favorite in that NFC North. Uh, I think this is going to be a hard-fought game on both sides. But I think the Vikings, uh, Cousins a little bit more experienced than Trubisky. Uh, I think he plays at his best this week, uh, and and they get a win. And then, like I said, I think this is, as an underdog, I, I really do like the Vikings in this situation. Plus 115, take the Vikings. All right. Tate, you're a Trubisky. What do you think? <laughs> 
What do you think of that one? I do. I do agree with that probably kid. I, I mm. think the Trubisky there, it's a roller coaster. I mean, this is technically his rookie year uh, based on the John Falk experience. Right. So I, I could see the Vikings uh, handling business in that one. So I like that. All right. Oh, man. Here's the problem. I they they I uh, did lock it in the other day, and they I took the Bears over the Vikings. So I, I kind of have to stay true to that. Although I would not yep. be surprised either way. I really won't. Like Trubisky, I think in the pocket is probably spending a second and a half less than he was like even in week one. But um, which is obviously good against his front seven. But uh, I I I kind of I kind of like them there. Um, Brother, brother, the other two are biased, though. This is it's weird because one's playing on his bias and one's playing against it. Um, brother, Brian, the Cardinals minus five. Well, that's a whopper of a number for a bad team like that. And I watched enough of Josh Rosen against the Chiefs team defense that didn't seem to be trying, and he still couldn't couldn't do a lot there. Uh, Harry, you've circled this game on your calendar for like months and months and months, right? Like I've been bat- talking about it for about a month and a half, two months with you guys. Yeah, Definitely like you were you were under there. you were under like three hundred pounds when you first spotted this game. I remember, <laughs> I remember being excited about it, and now you're taking the money line plus three twenty. I know, I know. All right, I got I have to go with Harry. I don't I don't love this, but I have to go with it because he's been hot plus three twenty. But I will say, guys, wouldn't this be this is where this is where the slide starts, right? His own team. He's loved it for a long time. He's has an impe- yeah. impeccable and, record and against the spread. Oh, happened last night. Oh, it did. Oh no! You shouldn't. Have, oh man! You shouldn't. Oh, even that. it's it over. Hippity booyah! It's right. over. All right, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with brother Brian. The cards minus five over the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now switching my pick. That's the end Which of that, Harry. Very quick, though. That's uh, of course it <laughs> was. Of course. Well, <laughs> on your end or the other side? <laughs> if it was under a minute, does that yeah. count? Yeah. Well, she survived. Oh my she god. She survived. Are so you I must saying have been this? Oh my god. Under a minute. No shame. All right, so I'm going with Brother Brian. <laughs> Cardinals minus five over the Raiders. Uh, the hippity dippity hippity scaredity me off, and uh, so that's the sharp tank where. We're accepting there. Good Lord. All right, let's go to our mailbag real quick. Cousin Sal against the odds at gmail.com. Um, yeah, send us our submissions for uh, – we had a couple. I didn't think they were worth reading. A few of them that were uh, submissions for our uh, – what's it called? Tate, the gamblers, the Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame. Yes, it's in Pahrump, Nevada. Nevada. That yep. much I know. Um Give us a story about how you lied, cheated, stolen, whatever, bad beats along the way. What makes you qualified to join that Hall of Fame? But uh, this is just a regular message here from Eric Eastman. Uh, the subject is, can we recall Harry from the Hall of Fame? Yeah, well, I think he hadn't even heard that uh, last line, and he's asking for it. But dear Sal, I've never heard of a Hall of Famer openly taking off a month during a season. Did Cal Ripken take off the month of September in a pennant race? How about John Elway taking off December? What about Wade Boggs? Did he decide to not drink 50 beers in a cross-country flight midseason? Harry says he's taking a month off to improve himself. A real degenerate would tell his, fa- would tell his family that and then double the action that month. He Deserves a suspension of at least uh, the suspension at least with a probation period to follow. That's from uh, Eric Eastman. Well, I don't know. Defend yourself, <laughs> Harry. That is, I will say, it's not like you're taking podcasts off. You're just not gambling. Did Did I say I, I was going to? I was trying to improve myself. I don't think I said. I that. think did you I probably that? did. That's pretty specific to point did out. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I just wanted. Uh, how how have you improved yourself? Have I... you improved yourself at all? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not uh, sexually. I really haven't, but I mean, I just thought to myself, <laughs> before the one. winning streak happened, <laughs> let's take a little time off, let's get to Thanksgiving, I'll be at your house, uh, we'll have a good time, Yeah, I'll bet then again. Uh, and okay. then all, the, all these wins have been happening, and I've been uh, really, uh, uh All right. All right, I know. You're spent. It's been you, good, but it's been bad. He's very, he's out of breath. He gave it a true. He gave it a good minute yesterday, and now <laughs> good hippity dippity. That's it. <laughs> hippity dippity done. What do you yeah. think, brother Brian Parlay kid? What do we do with this guy? I guess guess we let him ride it out. Well, right? I yeah, I just find it funny that he he set this date of Thanksgiving <laughs> like a few weeks ago, and what what like what's so special about betting like on Thanksgiving? I'm trying. I'm still trying to figure that out. There isn't. Yeah, you're, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're also you're skipping your game of the year, which it sounds like your game. I don't know if you called it that, but it seems like you, I've heard about this Syracuse game at Yankee Stadium forever. Like I think before, the, yeah, the you new, have to yeah, bet no, that no, no, before no. the new yeah, Yankee yeah. Stadium was built. I was hearing about this. My game of the year was Texas over USC, which rolled. Remember? Okay. <laughs> Still, yeah. All right. 
Well, you're so. t- all right. I don't know. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Parley kid, I know. It's nuts. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> quick score updates. You're not DVRing anything, Tate, are you? No, I'm not. No, I promise. Well, let me first say, the I took the Buffalo Bulls on Lock It In. My God. I, I said the Michael Sicoli tyree jackson combination can't be stopped. They're down 31-7. <laughs> uh in the early in the well, the 53 seconds left in the second quarter here, so they have to come make a uh, comeback. But uh, I also gave yeah, out Buff- Michigan. Thing, Buffalo scored in the first like two minutes. Did too, they? Oh game. man! Yeah, it's like <laughs> it was all looking too good. Michael's but, still dealing with the bunion issues. So oh, is he? Okay, uh, good. That's part of the issue. All right, yeah, we'll get yeah, it together. All right, uh, Michigan 65-37 over Villanova. Still six minutes left in that. I gave Michigan plus seven and a half. Never my wildest dreams. I think they'd win by or be winning by twenty-eight. Tate, you have a. You, you said you gave Villanova. Oh no, you guys wanted to remind people you gave Villanova. That was a, that was a Mark Titus before yeah, we walked Titus, out of here. Yeah, we Titus gave Villanova last here. year. Yeah, to win the title, and, right. and now they're down thirty points. So that, that was probably a cursed uh, statement. But th- I see. this year the bet is Tennessee. I don't know. I don't know what the odds well, are. Well, that's but Brad's team. Yeah, yeah our ten- friend Brad. Yeah, Tennessee is the bet. I, don't, I think it was like 35, 40 to one, something like that last time I looked. But right. you know, they're they're a top team right now, so that's a good bet. All right, and Tate, where can people see you on Twitter and all this stuff? Got so many podcasts, traveling the world. Too many podcasts. Uh, at Tate Frazier, uh, F-R-A-Z-I-R, and uh, yeah, that's where I'll be tweeting in the GM Street Tuesdays and Fridays with Michael Lombardi. Hopefully we'll get his microphone fixed and uh, people can hear him again. Oh, really? Uh-oh. Tons of technical difficulties on my end these days. So. Oh, boy. I don't know about that. That seems like <laughs> I smell a rat there. I don't know. I want to get into that. All right. Uh, Harry, where are you going to be uh, tweeting and uh, stalking Todd Furman on, on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. A A O Harry. Uh, we put folks. I got. I'm still looking over college games. I got a couple I sort of like. I'll see. I'll determine if I, I'm going to post them or not. But I'm right. looking at like three or four games. So A A O Harry. A A O Harry and uh, brother Bry. What about you? Yeah, at the brother Bry. Can I just say one thing Harry didn't talk about today was I thought it should be mentioned that he drove Ken to the airport yesterday. He drove like two and a half hours to some obscure airport what? so he could fly to Vegas. Meanwhile, he could have just driven to Vegas in four hours. What's that about, Harry? You allowed to talk about that? This is your boss, Ken, our friend. We went to college. You're his uh, butler, for lack of a better term. You can't speak. Uh, you can't talk about that. Yeah, he, he, you, in, in, he, wherever he, he was going, uh, <laughs> instead of paying a plane ticket, he was able to get a free flight. So I drove him two hours, close to Tucson, so he can get the free flight. Oh no! <laughs> really? Oh, he's never so done that, was, that, that before. That was my uh, that was, that was my uh, job yesterday: is to drive him two hours to an airport and then drive. How much is a flight to Vegas from uh, from? From Sky Harbor. Uh, day of it was uh, day of it was like two hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, man, who's booking flights day of? But the thing is, uh, the thing Spend is, ninety uh, and it, gas. It only takes it, it, It's yeah. I mean, he's lucky if it's four hours to to drive to right. to Vegas from where they live. <laughs> he so just likes that Harry. Driven there. It, 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 it's worth it to him that Harry has to drive back alone. Uh, all that time. Sure. Right? <laughs> right. <Okay>. Harry, <laughs> Harry, did you see him get actually physically on the plane to leave? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, see? I didn't. There you go. It's probably still there. Yeah. It was all a joke. He never even it. went to Vegas. All right, Parley Kid, I'm sorry. Uh, the, playoff, the playoffs have ended for the Glen yeah. Knights. Mm. Yeah. Tough loss. Yeah, it's, yeah so look, it, it kind of played out the way, you know, it was the worst case scenario. They got beat up and... Uh, right. Brother Brian would tell you. I mean, the, the, the conditions were terrible that night. It was literally 40 degrees and a uh, very heavy rain, and oh. it was just uh, the tough way to go out. To just for everybody, just to for, even for parents from parental perspective. Shame on the uh, the section for not kind of moving the game when the next day was uh, right. going to be a really nice football day. But you know what, Sal? I don't think we would beat them regardless. Uh, it's just a bad matchup. I, I'm happy to report that Kyle is up for, uh, people know this name, is up for the Boomer Esiason Award oh, in Suffolk County. Oh, wow. Nice. That's huge. It's from, he's up for, uh, he's up for uh, yeah, he's like the well, finalist for the uh, top quarterback in the uh, county award. So That's I'm great. I'm proud of that, but I don't know. I don't know. I think he's a long shot to win, but uh, Tim and a few other kids that are up for it. So, Can we um, parlay Kyle with the Boomer Esiason Award and uh, this podcast for the Heart Radio Award? Can we vote? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, let's vote yeah, on that. Yeah, that would be uh, what is that? Probably uh, 
It's a winner. Is what it is. One right there. Yeah, we'll take that one. <laughs> All right. And what's uh, what's your Twitter feed, Parley Kid? Chalk at the Chalk Talker, Sal. At the and chalk. I appreciate everybody who uh, was following Kyle season. And we got basketball coming up though now, Sal. You know what? And uh, that's right. Brian knows we we uh, you know we got a pretty good team. He's got an excellent uh, backcourt mate and uh, this kid Josh Fenner, good, who is uh, probably going to end up after his junior year. Even after his junior, this kid is probably going to be the all-time leading scorer in John Glenn wow. history, wow. and he'll have a, he'll have a year left to play. So, all right. So, um, and oh, it's going to be exciting, a lot of fun. Big news: Tate and Titus just booked a trip to Elwood, New York. They're going to be broadcasting live from the gym. There you go, world tour. I'll it tell continues. you what. They're looking to play at the Barclays, Brian. By the way, they might Ooh. get a game at the Barclays now. Here, wow, so that would be fun. Let's all go. Yeah, we'll all go. Uh, to that. Let's get Ken to I'm get us a flight. You, that would be a lot of fun. That would be awesome. Nice. And by the way, uh, congrats to Jacob DeGrom of My Miracle Mets. 29 out of 30 first place votes. He wins Cy Young Award, 1.7 well done. ERA. Just every freaking start was great. One run or less or seven innings. Just crazy. But uh, I was worried that he wasn't going to get it because the wins weren't there. But he did. They did right by him in baseball. All right, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. Lock it in Monday through Friday on Fox Sports 1. I'm on at 4.30 Eastern, and I will be on the Fox College pregame show this Saturday. By the way, I took, I went against Pitt. Who did they play? Oh, Virginia Tech. And I said if Virginia Tech lost, I would eat Coach Wanstatt's mustache. And they did lose. <laughs> Brother Bry, they lost. You know they lost because we both had them. So I don't know how much of the mustache yep. he's giving up, but I, I believe uh, – I have word that he's <laughs> he's going to go along with the shenanigans, so that should be interesting. Oh no! That's eleven forty, eleven forty-five ish Saturday on oh, on the regular Fox. Watch Jimmy Kimmel Live eleven thirty-five tonight, every weeknight on ABC. Now that's that for the Degenerate Trifecta and Master Tate Frazier. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na,